So I invite us to begin this time together with a visualization. So if your eyes are not closed already, if you feel comfortable, I invite you to close them or soften your gaze. And now breathe in and out through your nose. Notice your body being supported by your chair or your bed or the sofa or cushions behind you. Feel your connection to the ground beneath you, but also become aware of the air and space surrounding you. Now I invite you to breathe in on the count of three and out for a count of six. So join me, one, two, three, and out, two, three, four, five, six. In, two, three, and out, two, three, four, five, six. Let's do a few more like that in your own time. And now I invite you to gently hold for a count of three after you've breathed in before you release your breath. And then pause a little after your out breath before you breathe in again. So you're slowing down your whole cycle of breathing. So let's do that together. Breathe in, two, three, hold, two, three, and out, two, three, four, five, six, pause. In, two, three, hold, two, three, out, two, three, four, five, six, and pause. And do that one more time in your own time. And now continue to breathe normally, but become aware that you can lengthen your in and out breaths a little, just as feels comfortable. And now I invite you to think about your day, this day ahead of you. It's a brand new day that you've never lived before. Imagine your day unfolding before you. What choices will you make? What will you do after worship today? How about for lunch? What will you do with your afternoon, your precious afternoon? How about dinner? And how will you wind down your day? If you could create your day in such a way that you feel really joyful and excited about it, how would it look? In each of these moments of your day, what environment will surround you? Who will you be with, if anyone? What smells do you smell? What can you touch? What do you see? 
What do you hear? And what will you feel? Now I invite you to give your attention to one particular moment of the day. Choose one moment to which you want to bring your full attention. What will that moment be like? And like you just did for the whole day, focus on what you might see, smell, hear, touch, and feel in that one moment. And remember that anything is possible. You can create that moment to be however you want in your mind, in your imagination. I invite you now to breathe in and imagine in one or two or three words what energy you want to bring to that moment. What qualities or ways of being do you want to engage in that moment? And once you've chosen your qualities or energies for that moment, I invite you to say them in your mind as you breathe in and breathe out. So let those words accompany your breathing for a few breaths. And now breathe in those energies. And then as you breathe out, imagine sending them out to the whole world. So that in, on the in-breath, you nourish yourself with those energies. And on the out-breath, you give them away to the world. You share them with others. So let's take a few breaths like that, breathing your precious energies in and then giving them away to others. And now imagine bringing those energies to your whole day. How might they transform your day ahead? And now take another deep breath and then gently as you're ready, open your eyes. My friends know that you can bring these qualities into your day at any time just by bringing them to mind or letting your breath remind you of them. And I invite you to watch and see how your day is impacted by your imaginings. This is one way that we can let our imagination guide our way. Giving ourselves some time at the beginning of our days to imagine how we want our day to unfold empowers us to live life more purposefully. It allows us not just to react to what happens during our day or to go through our days automatically without choice. Instead, we get to envision and create a future that we want to live into by imagining our life into being. Now, of course, that's not to say that unexpected things won't happen during the day. Of course they will. Your day might go differently than you might imagine. But if you focus on the qualities that you want to bring to whatever happens, that sets the stage for living more intentionally. 
So now we're going to play with our collective imagination a little bit. And if you're willing to share, I invite you now to click the link that's going to appear in the chat. Or you can go to menti.com on your phone or in another window on your computer. Or you can go and you can see that code right ahead of you on the screen and you can click your camera to, or you can just focus your camera on that code and that will also take you to the link. So there's different ways that you can access this link. Probably the easiest way is just to click on the link in the chat. And then you'll see the question there, share the qualities or energies that you imagined bringing to this day. And that way we can create a word cloud of our collective qualities together. If you feel like going to menti.com is too challenging for you, may also write those qualities in the chat now and someone will enter them for you. So Brian, let's go ahead and start sharing our word cloud as it develops and see what qualities people are bringing in. The word cloud is gonna change as more ideas come in. You can see that many people wanna bring love to their days and joy and compassion peace, we have calm and healing, care and tranquility. And the larger the words, it means the more people have brought those words to their day. This is just magical. It keeps transforming lightness, hope, truth, connection, healing, health, strength, happiness, positivity, so many wonderful qualities that we're entering. Understanding, empathy, beautiful. Thank you. And Brian is going to take a picture for us of these qualities. And later, we're going to put them on our Facebook page so you can remember some of these amazing qualities that our community is imagining for this day. If you want to remember, oh, perseverance is there too. Absolutely, that's important. So if you want to remember them, come to our Facebook page later in the day and you'll see what everyone dreamed up together. So thank you all for playing and imagining with me. Did you notice how setting our imagination free to shape our lives invites new possibility for your day? It's so easy as we get older to get set in our ways and habits and for our imagination to gradually shut down. But we're all imaginative as children, aren't we? When we can stop regularly, actually, when we regularly stop engaging our imaginations in our lives, it can lead to us feeling stuck and limited. And we begin to think that every day is going to follow similar patterns and unfold in predictable ways. We stop hoping and expecting as much from life and our dreams gradually wither. And when our lives are too busy on top of that, we spend our energy managing our lives rather than imagining our lives. But it doesn't need to be like this, my friends. What if instead we approached every day as a gift that we get to unwrap? Even though we think we might know what's in the package, what if we allowed our imagination to run wild, dreaming and envisioning what might be in that gift? 
What if our imagination could conjure up possibilities that transform our days from yet another mundane or difficult one to a sweet surprise filled with unexpected gems and wonder? How engaging and magical could life be? In fact, could it become a spiritual practice to imagine your day or life filled with the qualities and wonder you wish it to have? Maya Angelou said, we need the courage to create ourselves daily, to be bodacious enough, isn't that a great word? Bodacious enough to create ourselves daily as Christians, as Jews, as Muslims, as thinking, caring, laughing, loving human beings, and I'll add as Unitarian Universalists. And she goes on to say, I think that the courage to confront evil and turn it by dint of will into something applicable to the development of our evolution, individually and collectively, is exciting and honorable. And I think I'm just going to stick that quote into the chat so that you all can have it Oops. later. There you go. And I think this seems especially important these days when there's so much difficult news to bodaciously create ourselves daily into the people we want to be. Just last week when I had some vacation and study leave, I began the week feeling stuck and tired. Now I know it's certainly a great privilege to have a job and actually to have time off as well. But I normally go on a silent retreat or get out of town to spark some new inspiration and rest during this time. But instead, my week was filled with doctor's visits for my family, cleaning and household chores and paying bills. I got to New Year's Eve feeling like I hadn't really had a vacation at all and didn't feel remotely rested or rejuvenated. So accepting that COVID forced me to stay at home and remain isolated, I decided I somehow had to reimagine the last few days of my break. So for New Year's Day, I decided to try a silent retreat at home. I told my family I wouldn't speak all that day and that I wanted to greet the new year with peace and possibility. And thankfully, my family's happy to give me this kind of time because they too get quiet time to do whatever they want that way. I decided no to-dos or shoulds were gonna run that day. And instead I'd allow myself to follow my curiosity, my interests and my desires. After meditating, I made a cup of warm golden milk and curled up in my bed. And before long, I was reading old diaries and reviewing New Year's intentions from years gone by. And as I combed through the old journals, sipping my warm milk, I found some comforting, inspiring and guiding words in there. I should really take a look at these diaries on a more regular basis, I realized. And then that led me to explore journaling apps on the computer that might allow me to more easily find and tag some of these ideas and experiences for later review. I'd always been hesitant to use the computer for journaling because I worried that it would cramp my imagination and creativity. And as I explored, I found one possibility, but that didn't seem to allow for enough creativity. And then I came across another journaling app called Journey. 
in which you can upload photos and drawings and videos and recordings and you can use colors and tags and I'm not promoting this but I was hooked. It seemed to allow for and encourage creativity and imagination and I began journaling right away and I drew a little and I took photos as I went through my day and recorded what was precious and magical about my day. And suddenly my day seemed full of possibility and creativity. And I looked at the world through new eyes of wonder. What would I want to capture in that journal to remember the precious moments of that day? And I've been using it every day since, sharing my gratitudes and intentions in the morning and then capturing my inspirations. In fact, this morning when I woke up at 5.30, I went outside and took a picture of the crescent moon and Venus in the sky just before dawn. And it was so beautiful. And sprinkling my diary with photos of beautiful sunrises or sunsets, colors and simple drawings, as well as videos of precious moments is really fills my heart. And best of all, I'm finding this journal as a place where I can work through my feelings and experiences. So rather than having to find someone to talk things through with, it's as though the journal has become my friend. It's a place I can confide in and ask for my inner wisdom to come forth. It's helping me center and ground in a whole new and unexpected way. And it all came about not because I decided that's what I should do, but because the limitations of COVID forced me to imagine new ways of being. Limitations spark imagination. Now, as Unitarian Universalists, many of us spend a lot of time in our heads, don't we? Thinking, thinking, and then thinking some more. Does anyone identify? In fact, some of us might not even think of ourselves as having much imagination at all. So I've been wondering how we might stimulate our imagination more easily to get out of our logical left brain and into our more creative right brain to create more of a balance between the two. Ironically, one way imagination can be stimulated is as a result of limitation or by trying to solve a problem. Now, the limitation of humans not being able to fly, for example, led our forefathers to look up at the birds and imagining how we might fly too, they created the airplane. And of course, almost every other invention from the internet to spaceships, to the light bulb, to telephones came as a result of an unmet need or limitation. And as Sam said earlier, scientists have to be some of the most imaginative people among us. So there's no telling what our imaginations might conjure up in the future. The limitations of COVID on how we do church during this time has led us to doing more outreach in the community and developing a stronger online ministry. It's allowed people from all over the world to enjoy, join us. And it has inspired us to create new groups of ways of getting together. In many ways, it has actually strengthened our community. Limitation sparks imagination. Reflect on how when you give a child a large cardboard box to play with, they create all kinds of imaginary forts or cars or houses. I remember when a cardboard box became my son's most precious toy. 
Have you noticed that kids are much more imaginative with unspecified objects than if you actually buy them toy forts, cars, or houses? Often simplifying or limiting ourselves, ourselves in some way forces us to be more creative. So I ask you to reflect now, when have limitations helped you imagine new possibilities? Think of our story earlier where ordinary objects were reimagined with out-of-the-box thinking. There's a well-known study too, which takes common household objects like a paperclip and invites participants to imagine what else they might be used for. With a paperclip, people came up with all sorts of creative ideas like a zipper replacement or a heart-shaped earring, even an ear-piercing device or a phone stand, a lock pick, a ring, a fish hook, a photo holder, a tool to reset the router, an aggressive toothpick, a nail cleaner, or a hairpin. What else could you imagine using a paperclip for? There's a world of possibility if we allow our imaginations to re-envision the ordinary. Bill Twist from the Pachamama Alliance tells an extraordinary story of reimagining. He says this year has been a challenging year for the Achua and our other indigenous partners in Ecuador and Peru in the sacred headwaters region of the Amazon. COVID-19 put a total stop to tourism in the region, which means they found themselves without funds to meet some essential community needs. At the same time, the indigenous communities were struggling, so were other Ecuadorian citizens living in the nearby frontier towns, and their economies had collapsed with COVID-19 also. So facing the need to generate revenue for themselves, they began promoting logging operations in the indigenous territories. We all know how dangerous logging is for our planets. And this interest in logging represented a real threat to the integrity of the rainforest and also to the solidarity of the local communities as the debate over whether to accept logging or not was starting to challenge and divide some communities. But instead of allowing their communities to be divided and stopped by these challenges, the Pachamama Alliance helped them imagine a different possible future they funded research and development of a variety of sustainable economic projects to build economic resilience that could keep illegal logging at bay, including fish farming, vanilla production, handicrafts and medicinal and health products from the forest. And as a result, Bill Twist writes that when tourism resumes, much of the financial pressure will be mitigated with an array of additional projects complementary to tourism. And these changes should allow the Achor and their neighbors to emerge from COVID-19 even stronger. And they preserve our world's precious Amazon rainforest. I'm hoping it will be like that for our congregation that will emerge from COVID-19 even stronger and maybe our world too. So I'm curious, we're going to do another Menti together. What new skills, projects, or ideas have the limitations of our COVID lockdown sparked in you? How are you reinventing parts of your life? 
So take a moment to think and breathe about that. And let's use our Menti tool again. And Brian, if you want to start sharing our word cloud. Journaling, retirement, organization, puzzles, cooking, art, internet. I learned how to Zoom, yes, introspection. Let's see, oh, it's going so fast, I can hardly keep up reading, composition, studying, baking. Yes, lots of people have been making wonderful bread, I know. Technology, playing piano, knitting, poetry writing, walking, healthy living, sewing, communication, hiking, music, meditating. I learned to breathe, playing more music. Let's see. Reading. It gets harder for me to read as they get smaller and smaller, but cooking seems to be the main thing people have learned. And organizing and puzzles and sewing and walking and connecting with friends in a new way and deeper friendships. How wonderful. Thank you all for sharing these many things that you are exploring. And we're going to save that too and put that up on our Facebook later. So trying new things helps our brains become more flexible and it improves cognitive function, especially as we age. And it also helps us become more comfortable with uncertainty so that when things are out of control as they often are these days, we can adapt more easily and are more resilient. Leonardo da Vinci was one of our greatest thinkers, creators, scientists, and artists of all time. Leading society out of the dark ages into the Renaissance, da Vinci let his imagination fly. Michael Gelb's book, How to Think Like Leonardo da Vinci, shares some of da Vinci's secrets for living an extraordinary life. Da Vinci was insatiably curious about life, allowing himself to experiment and try new things endlessly. He loved embracing all different kinds of experiences and learning from his mistakes. And it, in addition to painting iconic paintings like the Mona Lisa and the Last Supper, Da Vinci imagined and conceptualized numerous inventions from flying machines, a type of armored fighting vehicle, to concentrated solar power, a parachute, a bobbin winder, and even an adding machine. He explored anatomy, astronomy, botany, cartography, and paleontology, among other interests. And surprisingly, this extraordinarily gifted man was comfortable with ambiguity and imperfection because it sparked his imagination to try other avenues. So my dear ones, I invite us as we confront these long, hard days of COVID to liberate our imaginations. Not that we have to be Leonardo da Vinci, but if we were to approach each day with possibility and imagination, what if we were to think outside the box as we move through these next few months of COVID restrictions, both as individuals and as a community? Challenge yourself to try one new thing or do something differently than you did the day before. Imagine new possibilities for yourself and our world. Imagine a future you can love.
perhaps we will all contribute to a renaissance of our society at this difficult time. Perhaps this is what COVID is teaching us. Perhaps our imaginations will shape our world into a more beautiful place for all. May it be so.